Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button as well as the like button and check today's topics in the description box. What's good, Danny? How have you been? Been good, dude. I've been good. Can't complain. Spring is here. It's weird. We just started recording at like seven o'clock Eastern. Like the sun's still shining. Like it's just like, it's wild. Like you almost feel like guilty for not being outside like every second of the day. Um, yeah. But life is good, bro. Um, had an Indian wedding over the weekend, which was a lot of fun. Saw it that. A, it was on a boat as well, which was a whole different experience to have a wedding on a boat. Um, it was fun. Like it was a lot of fun. But then like they also re- reached the point at the end where like, I'm ready to go home. And it's like, yeah. oh, there's like an hour of this shit. And then we got to dock. And then we got to get my car. Like, it was just like, <laughs> to that part sucked. Right. But the uh, the overall experience was fire. The food was fire. Um, and I was still able to keep to like the new diet, um, you know, thus far. And, like, my stomach wasn't killing me, which is nice. So, yeah, nice. bro, overall, cannot complain. Uh, a week and a half away from Coachella as well. So do my very best to stay offline this coming weekend. Because I don't want to hear about any performances, what slapped, what did it. I want to try to have like my own, you know, first time experience when I get there. So excited right, about right. that. Nice. Yes, sir. How about you, man? How's, uh, how's life been the day? Life's been good. Uh, this past weekend went up to, to wine country with wifey oh, and jealous. some friends, nice. which is nice. Um, I, I'm not like the biggest wino, um, type person, but I feel like being in the Bay, it's kind of something you just have to do. Cause it's only um, like an hour away, right? Yeah. It's only like an hour, hour and a half. Okay, um, but not so terrible. Like, too like, crazy. like you get there, but you obviously you have to like you stay there for the night, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, so that was a nice getaway. I haven't really had, I haven't really explored a whole lot in the Bay, minus yeah. like going to Oakland and San Jose. Uh, so it was it was a nice getaway, and then there was like a Japanese festival or something the day after, um, which was dope. We just got some really good food. I don't, yeah, I don't I figured know the food too, would be bomb. Yeah, food was super bomb. Uh, it was jam packed just because everybody uh wanted to attend, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was a, a great calming weekend. Um, but other than that, just been staying busy. Some uh, really good new music that I know we'll get into at, at some point. Uh, but that was another highlight as well. Uh, were you like, what were you bumping on the drive? Like, what was uh, on constant refit on the drive? Honestly, it was just like random stuff on shuffle mm. um nothing new uh definitely played some gunna um who else played my songs a couple times nice um the new uh buddy as well mm-hmm. and just some other random stuff dude it's weird though because like i feel like we all have our our location we said this before in the pod but like we'll say again uh i feel like we all have our spots where we listen to music Funny uh-huh. enough, like the car really isn't a music place for me. Like yeah. that's really where like I listen to like different podcasts that I fuck with. Like oh, okay. that's yeah, I know why, dude. Like I don't know why, because like at the gym, like it takes me somewhere else. So I really uh-huh. like tune in. And then at home, like if I'm just like on the couch, but like, you know, lights off and music on, like, I don't know. For some reason, like in the car, like it's not, I'm not ever like, yo, I gotta listen, like shut up, like I'm hearing this song. Uh-huh. It's like, yo, let me let my podcast play, like let me catch up on like events and shit. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm mostly the opposite. Um, if it's a real, real long drive, like six hours or something, I definitely find myself throwing on, you know, podcasts and stuff. But if I'm going like, let's say less than two hours, then I'll usually just play music the entire time. 
new shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just like it's been like that recently. Maybe because I'm working out more. And it's like, bro, you're really gonna fucking listen to Denzel Curry again? You know, on the drive to work. <laughs> it's, right. it's like, yeah, like I right, let, let, let me hear something new and new content. But yeah, absolutely good, bro. Uh, how about um, Blair Anthony projects? Uh, how close are we to it? Are, are you dropping one next weekend? Uh, two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks okay. exactly from today, uh, which is Wednesday the thirteenth. Um, so yeah, it'll be out then. We'll start doing some promo clips for it in a couple of days. This is um, the one with the feature, right? Yeah, this is the one with the feature. Um, and then I don't know if you heard Bia and J. Cole's song London, but mm-hmm. uh I was listening to that quite a bit over the weekend and just got caught in one of those zones where I like I wrote a short verse to it. Nice. And I was like, oh shit, like I should just put this on uh TikTok and see what happens. So um, I finished recording that a few days ago, so that'll be up soon as well. Nice, because I feel like, I mean, you tell me, uh, but it feels like with those, like, songs, especially in this era where everyone is just, like, moves on to the next thing, I feel like you probably also, like, once you do it, you're like, oh, I got to get this shit uploaded now, otherwise it won't even make sense. Like, Yeah, time. yeah, and that's where I'm glad I didn't have to force it, because, like, I was literally in the bathroom just, like, listening to the song and then, coming up with a few bars and then i is if if it happens then it happens if not if not or if not then not um but yeah i wrote it i don't know probably in like half an hour and then nice recorded it thankfully it was short so it, it didn't require like a lot of different takes or anything uh but to your point i was like i need this shit up like this week otherwise yeah, because the next song's week old. Had, yeah exactly bro yeah. like 100 percent And it's not like WAP or something where it's going to be viral for a month. Yeah, it's not cultural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I need this shit up now. That's funny, dude. All right, man. I'm excited to see that when you post it. I definitely uh, cannot wait to hear the feature. But let's get into uh, another episode, episode 104. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll probably have an episode next week. Uh, Yeah, we'll definitely have an episode next week. But again, glad to be doing this. We'll have some interviews coming up soon as well. Excited about that. But, dude, I don't know if this is the biggest thing, but just jumping off from last week or last couple weeks ago, uh, Will Smith at the Oscars officially has been banned for 10 years, bro. So he'll be 62 the next time he's allowed to attend an Oscar event. So your thoughts on all of that, the the ruling, everything. Personally, I think it's extreme. It's almost like a, a straight up Hollywood's version of like a murder case or some shit. Yeah, uh, it yeah. just seems <laughs> way too extreme uh, to be getting that kind of time from the Oscars. I think 10 just sound like a good number. They probably wanted to shut up all the people giving them bad press, like the people giving standing ovations and the Oscars not kicking him out or whatever even though they claim he refused to to leave. So I personally think it's extreme. They should just hit his ass with a fine or something. Uh, maybe yeah, ban him yeah. for like one year and just call it a day. Like 10 years seems insane. Yeah, I agree, dude. Because like the biggest thing for an Oscar winner is that the next year, even if you don't have a project, you're always invited because for whatever role you won. So like for him winning best actor, he presents the best actor for the following year. Right. So I feel like it should have been a very aggressive fine that's donated to a charity of their choosing. Mm-hmm. And hey, we're going to ban you from your special moment next year as well. Yeah. But dude, 10 years for like, bro, like, yeah. Like, that just seems like ridiculous, bro. Like, yeah. in five years, like, people are going to be like, yeah, why the fuck isn't Will Smith here? They're like, oh, because this awkward moment happened. Like, right. Yeah. They should have set an example, like you said, you know, donated to some 
charity that makes sense, maybe domestic abuse or some shit or like <laughs> something related, victims of slapping uh, and just, you know, make it have more meaning to it other than this actor can't come to this event that like people kind of don't care about anyways. And he's probably not going to have, you know, a smash hit. I mean, he might between he might. Uh, like Bad Boys 4 or whatever. But yeah, it's it just seems like they wanted to shut up everybody and be like, all right, yeah. like, he just can't come back for a long ass time. Yeah, we're just not going to talk about it. Um, so your thoughts of Fast Forward, though, 10 years from now, right? If they keep the ban, I, I have a feeling like it's not going to last all 10 years. But I think mm-hmm. there'll be something that says, hey, listen, because of good behavior. Yeah, you like know, he didn't slap gonna, anybody before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't slap anyone at the Golden Globe, so we're going to lower it to five or something. But just say it, it is 10 years. Because especially, we also got the video that someone found of like Jada recording him like in their house. And it was like super awkward, bro. Like he definitely, if you ever thought he wasn't a victim before, bro, watch that video. And he definitely looks like fucking like a victim in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think he's still with Jada 10 years ago? I say no. Um, to be honest, I feel like this is probably the straw that broke the camel's back. That video was the first time, like, I felt defeated because Will Smith seemed, I'm like, if this motherfucker can be broken down like this, then in I his, have, I have. Dude, in his own home. <laughs> yeah. Like, in his own like home. getting like cereal. And yeah. He's like, Yo, how are you going to film me like this? <laughs> right. My faith was gone immediately when I saw that clip. I'm like, this is what another human being can do to Will Smith? Like, shit, he needs help. And then I never, I always thought people were over-exaggerating with the whole Jada is the problem type thing because I, I know people typically blame the woman for everything when it comes to celebrity problems. Um, but she really, in that clip, at least seemed like a straight demon. Demon, bro. And like, enjoyed it. Because mm-hmm. like the moment she rolled her eyes and like put the camera back on her and put it back on him, I was like, bro, like, free this man. Like, whatever yeah. voodoo thing you have on him, free this man. Because, like, you would think, like, on paper. Like, that's why it's tough. Like, you can never judge, like, a, a couple from, like, the outside. But, like, dude, he's the one with all the accolades. He's the famous one. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, on paper. It's, like, a who? Like, get someone else. Like, bro, you don't have to be with her. But clearly, like, right. you know, like, that's, like, unless you're in it, like, you don't know the level of toxic, 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 I can't even say it. Toxicness. <laughs> I thought you were about to bust out it. a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> the level of toxicness in that relationship that keeps someone still, like, going back for more. Because that's, like, the scary thing, bro. Like, yeah. it seems like this is, like, a daily or every week occurrence. At least that's how it felt. Um, right. And it just like, you know, he, it's just too toxic. Can't even get himself out of it. Right. And I, I think I was telling my brothers this. I think my biggest t- takeaway was um, they, for me at least, and I know the, the public in general always consider them like the goals couple, like both rich, good looking, seem happy all the fucking day, every day. But Jayden clearly, yeah, Jaden and Will, they were kind of like that, the it couple that stayed together forever and never had issues and always seem happy um but deep down i was like that can't be the full story like every couple has every some sort couple of issues, has their shit, dude. Yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. and the couples that I, in my personal life um in the past that i've seen um like do the most lovey-dovey corny shit the and skits and like stuff the most, yeah, 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 yeah they have the most issues behind closed doors and there have been times where my girl would be like 
how come you didn't post this like 15 paragraph thing about how you love me like xyz and i'm like did you know that he fucking broke up with her like 15 minutes ago like i mean not to say you can't do that to right, right, love, right 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 no, no, no just no. don't think that makes up for like real love or connection outside of yeah the, yeah, uh, yeah, media yeah, yeah, yeah. when whatever. it feels like it's too much of a show it's yeah. like mm-hmm. who are you trying to fool here like, i remember like back in the day whenever you saw a couple got a joint instagram account it's like oh this nigga cheated <laughs> it's like yeah. you know exactly someone fucked up right and then yeah and then for same when you see those people who are posting aggressively non-stop about couple 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 stuff like bro like all right man like you guys had a fight and you're trying to like overcompensate or you were just bashing them on social media the day before and you feel the need to like you know erase that and change the narrative like we yeah. get it so yeah i could definitely i feel that about them too because like even like the whole like going back to which is why like a year year and a half ago the whole entanglement thing it's like bro why are you guys having this conversation in front of a course like mm-hmm. like why is this a thing that we have to know about like exactly. you guys can just deal with this and like right if you guys stay together we know you figure it out and if you guys break up all right clearly it was a big deal but like there's no need for us mm-hmm. to have this 45 minute conversation where like clearly you're both super uncomfortable with this topic like right yeah it's it's so weird to me and kind of reminded me of speaking of the goals thing like my my wife's friend a couple of weeks ago we were at the park and i think she got in a fight with her her, her fiance and he like didn't come to the park it was over oh, something shit. dumb but essentially uh i think she brought it up to my wife and it was kind of like man i like i wish he he was like like we were like you guys and like always got along and shit i'm like you hung out with this twice and <laughs> obviously we're not gonna get in a fucking argument in front of you so of course we look like we never fight and yeah, like yeah. are picture perfect all the time but i i like to keep my business personal if i have an argument i'm not gonna go on twitter and be like bitches ain't shit yeah like do that extra stuff because i don't one i don't think anyone gives a fuck besides me and then two it's just i think it's kind of tasteless to make everyone else uh be part of your drama yeah dude i dude i totally agree with that when i've dealt with that personally when i've seen other people post shit and it's just like bro like do we, we don't care that you and your man are having a fight tonight like no mm-hmm. one dude no one cares like it's always like those subliminal like fucking like memes and it's just like bro like come on man like or the ones like she was a deer but he didn't want to be a hunter i'm like but shut the fuck up <laughs> i've never heard that one. Oh, bro that one of Make me get pissed off if I Dude, it's just forever, bro. Like, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's funny, again, like, this shit, like, really has us fucked up. Think, like, the metaverse is going to be something different. But, like, low-key, like, we've been in it for a minute. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're really in it because, like, thinking, like, the first thing of, of, not even just a female, like, a person could do when they're in a fight with their significant other is let me go online and express how upset like that's the metaverse like i would think right like you don't have to have a fucking oculus on like right. that's you putting your literally your personal feelings in whatever this is and ex- like that's that's pretty wild that we're already kind of like been doing that shit so mm-hmm. also scary like to what level could it be like in the metaverse like can you go like cheat on someone in the metaverse but it's not cheating but it's kind of cheating because i want to get back at you for like real life shit like yeah it's pretty fucking wild i know it's nuts I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll get to that point where, like, people can put some, like, sensory shit all over their body and, like, mm. another person can virtually touch them and everything. Um, 
I imagine that shit will come probably sooner than we think. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But again, so I, yeah, but I agree with going back to the original question. I don't think they're going to be together, together 10 years from now. Like there's just, it just seems like everything is finally out in the open. And dude, in 10 years, you're thinking that fucking Jaden's almost 30 or 30 already. Willow's, I'd say not even five. Oh, you don't think they'll last him five more years? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, I don't even think they make it to the fucking summer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, till next episode. Yeah, dude. So, but which, again, again, I don't want to say it sucks. Um, I mean, any any couple breaking up is, you know, shitty. But, um, yeah, dude, I don't know. From whatever we're privy to, it just seems like that needs to end. Like, she needs to go do her thing, mm-hmm. prove to the world that she never needed him. And then he just needs to go away and be happy with somebody else and not like, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like he's a prisoner. And like that's that's sad because like we grew up on Will Smith being our fucking hero. So that's kind of right. just sad to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he gets out of it if he if he can. I mean, do you think there's a who would be like a respectable woman that he could get with after this that the public would be on board with? Dude, it's gonna have to be some model we've never even heard of. Like someone that's not in the spotlight, but someone that's still like beautiful and famous, like to, mm-hmm. to like a lesser degrees. Like you I mean he can't go just pick up some girl at fucking like Chick Fil A, like change yeah. her life. Like that's not gonna happen. Janet uh, Guzman? No, dude. dude. <laughs> Toxic. <Taken>. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be some like beautiful model that we've never heard of, but is low key famous and. That's what I hope, hope for for him, bro. Because, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like he just needs to be, like, in a situation where he's not being, like, a pawn. And it feels like he's a little pawn in, like, mm-hmm. ways to make her and the family famous and, like, not realize, like, they're all, they all have that shit because of him. Yeah. Because like, it's not because of her, bro. Like, we can, we can keep it a buck. Like, I, I, I don't remember me ever being, like, a teenager. Like, yo, we got to go see the next uh, Jaden Pickett Smith movie. Like, that never fucking no. happened. I literally don't remember, like, not to knock her accomplishments, but I don't remember any movie she starred in. Starred in? No. I mean, I remember, like, Nettie Professor, she was, like, the love interest. Um, oh, I think I might have remembered that. She was in The Matrix um, and, like, set it off. But she was, like, one of four female mm-hmm. leads. So, I yeah. don't know, bro. Like, I get it, dude. Again, I'm not trying to, again, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to knock her to build him up. But if we can keep it 100, like, if you're looking at just, like, resume his shit is fucking 10 times what hers has ever been so um i think it's just time for him like to fall back and just enjoy life because i feel like even like him bro like even he's been doing a lot since he like joined social media you know like i feel like that was him overcompensating for like his movies not hitting like before so i think they both kind of just need to fall back for a little bit so again i doubt it'll be 10 years but a year away could probably do them like both a world of good yeah, definitely agree. And I, I forgot where I heard this, but it might may have been Charlemagne or something. But after his social media presence started to boom, I started to get a little, I don't know if uncomfortable is the word, but I felt like I was eager to see more of like the real him because it seemed like every single post was had like a $20 million budget behind it. And like, yo, they were entertaining, but I'm like, does this motherfucker eat? Does he sleep? Is he a robot? Like, where's just Will Smith fucking 
I don't know, farting on Jaden or something. Actually, I don't want to see that, but something like just regular. Just being like a regular dad, not some like, yeah, dude, because there was one clip where like he climbed to the top of some like famous bridge in Austria and then showed you how like he could film that with like 40 different angles. I'm like, bro, like, this is too much. Like, bro, like, we don't care. Like, just take a fire picture, we'll like it and move on with our life. Like, like, I mean, again, we, I think we do care because. Dude, he literally joined Instagram, I think, like, in 2018 and, and then, like, had, like, 3 million followers within, like, a few months. So, like, obviously, yeah. people were engaging and he was getting a ton of, like, money from that. But I don't know. It, I, I agree. It, it came to be, like, way too much. Like, everything was, like, too curated. Like, bro, like, it could just be you and your daughter, like, chilling by the boat, like, on a boat or something. And it's also yeah. okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, to your point, I, I guess, you know, him not being in the movie scene and people just loving it, like, he... It's like, oh, I found my new interest. I can make like mini movies, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna get immediate likes. So right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude. Uh, that's great. So again, shout out to him, shout out to her as well. Uh I'm not trying to get not trying to shit on her by any means, but um, yeah, hopefully it just works out. But uh hopefully they're not too scared. This actually brings up a perfect segue into our first ad read everyone on uh, audio theory so shout out to our sponsor so uh this episode is brought to you by our friends at false evidence appearing real also known as fear they take over 20 years of experience with treating fear and anxiety and put into an affordable and easily digestible electronic learning course their unique approach is designed to fast track you to overcoming your fears while saving you thousands of dollars on thousands of dollars and hours with a psychologist Check out the link below and get started. And be sure to use the promo code AUDIO THEORY. That's AUDIO THEORY at checkout to get an exclusive discount. Uh, great people at Fear. I know the owner for years now, doing great things. So check out the link. And uh, yeah, if you guys love it, you know, get a discount with the code. Shout out to Fear. Shout out to Fear, dude. All right, bro. Next thing a guy who doesn't have fear anymore, it seems <laughs> Travis Scott putting up billboards all over Palm, Script, Palm Springs. So your thoughts on, like, yo, this guy's just out here now. Like, it's just like, yo, we're moving yeah. on. Like, yo, like, so your thoughts on that whole process? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too surprised. I think even when this first went down, when those folks tragically lost their lives at the show, I'm pretty sure we were like, yeah, by spring, he'll yeah, it'll probably be, like, forgotten. I thought, end of the, I didn't think he would come out. Because like, I know we mentioned, like, um, Miami Rolling Loud. And we're like, I don't know, man. Shit kind of seems close. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I may have said spring, like, would be the earliest, but probably likely time frame where he may not necessarily release it, but, like, we'll be promoting it again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like everyone forgets shit after, like, six months, no matter how. And it's also, I mean, that's a great point, because spring onwards is really festival concert season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like, a good time. Everyone's feeling good. Um, So, like, Maybe from his team's perspective, it just made sense. Um, I did see some theories that it may not be utopia, but like a f- uh, interim EP or something for dystopia because his last couple singles had like the magazine cover of the bat or whatever. And it mm-hmm. said dystopia is coming. Um, but in any case, it sounds like new music is coming soon. So I'm personally super excited. Um, definitely one of my favorite artists. Um, but I'm really curious to see what if the fans are gonna like spam his page with, "Hey, you fucking sacrifice people!" Like if that's just gonna <laughs> immediately come back, because I don't think people give a shit right now because he's not doing anything. But once he's on, I feel like those haters might pop out of the woodworks. 
Yeah, dude. I don't know. So my thing is like, I'm actually not excited for the music because, and the reason why is because I think we're going to get a watered down version of him because he's might be fearful and he might have to check out the link below. Um, (laughs) I think he's going to be fearful of putting out content that is what he's used to, which is Mm. rager concert, yo, mash, uh, mosh pit music. You know what I mean? So again, that's shit we love, bro. Like I listen to Travis Scott, like I want to get hyped. I feel like it might be a watered down version of that because he's going to be so careful about not saying certain things that bring triggers to people about like, you know, Mm. what might've been hurt, listened to at Astroworld. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me feels like that's definitely a possibility, but if anything, I feel like one, I, I feel like a lot of that stuff was already recorded anyways. I think if anything, he'll just tone down the shows, but the content will be the same. I mean, he may not be as explicit to be like, yeah, let's mosh and like fucking stomp out each other or anything like that. But I feel like if anything, his shows like every five seconds will be like, all right, who can't breathe? Like, is there enough space for everybody? But I feel like the music still will have, at least for this album, will have the same energy. I'm hoping. Yeah, so I think so. I, I think it's what you said a couple of minutes ago. My bad if I missed it. I think what we're going to get is like a little EP, like a little mm-hmm. four-song EP this year, and maybe whatever album it is will be next year. I think okay. he is going to give it a year of like, yeah, I'm just... not going to give you, because like, <laughs> I think whatever body of work you're right that he has is going to be heavy rage music. And mm-hmm. I just don't think his camp is dumb enough to let him like go die on that sword right now. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, I think it's safe for you to come out right now. Like, Will Smith, you know what I mean? Like, they're focused on that. But, like, they're focused on Kanye. So, yeah, just come out right now. Like, get to, like, put your toes in the pool. But I don't think he's going to jump all in and be like, yo, I'm back. Album's dropping, going on tour. Like, I don't think that's happening, bro. At least until next year. Like, I don't see that happening until next year. That's fair. But I'm hoping we, I mean, it sounds like we're going to get something. So I'm curious. We'll get something. Yeah, yeah. Like. And, and shout out to him for the clever marketing, um, you know, especially because, you know, Coachella pull, pulling him from the thing without like anything like really being to blame on him per se. Right. So, you know, shout out to him. Yo, but dude, question to you about Coachella. Like, I will get your thoughts on this, bro, because I was about to pull the trigger on buying some like extra tickets to some other events while I'm there. But I'm like, I just like decided not to. So. Coachella, uh, Indo Valley, they're having a, a, you know, obviously two-day, two-weekend festival. Bro, bro, there's other events happening nearby that's, like, I feel going to detract people and make them choose in, like, what they're going to do. So I'll give you an example, right? So I'm, like, a big fan of, like, Soho House. So anything Soho House, I'm like, bro, I need to get invited to that party. I need to be on that list, blah, blah, blah. So they're having a Soho House um, at Coachella Valley, right? On the exact same hours, the exact exact same days at Coachella, but it's like DJs, like great DJs, but DJs who would normally perform at Coachella are now doing the Soho House event, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, bet, like that might be cool. I'll go check that out and then go walk over back to the festival. Fan, it's six miles away. Oh shit! So like, you literally have to pick and choose. Like, if you go to that instead of Coachella, like, that's it. Like, you're there right, right. for the day. So like that, like just that's like that shit like that, just like people being that greedy. That's like, yo, like, let's just show up and we'll fucking make our own thing. And it's also gonna be sick and all the influencers wanna be here. I'm like, bro, like, or you can just let us have this fucking festival and like not fuck this up for me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> 
bro, like so much is going to be there on a Saturday. Uh, IDK is performing on Saturday at oh, Soho wow. House. Like, yo, they're getting legit acts, bro. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, bro, like, don't make me have to spend this bread, but then also like waste the money I already spent on the fucking festival. Like, that's right. like, yeah. And it's it's taking place both days or both Dude, nights, both weekends, all three days from Shit. twelve to ten o'clock in that night. Yeah, I mean. It sounds tempting. Like, personally, I think I would definitely consider it just because I've never been to Soho House. Yo, same, dude. That's why it's only like a, it's only 185 for like a day pass. And it's unlimited drinking, unlimited food, and you have access to like everything and you get to see like all these acts, which is great. And obviously, it's probably going to be more up close because, you know, like they only have so much space. But like, I thought it was going to be like, you know how they have like VIP tents in Coachella? Yeah. So I thought it'd be like, yo, let me go see Selection at 12. I can pop out, go see 21 Savage at 1.30, pop back in, get some food and drinks. You know what I mean? But like, that's gone because it's six miles away, bro. Like, it's right. I can't walk that. Like, getting an Uber is going to be fucking impossible. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it really just like, you have to, for those days that you decide to do that instead, like, that's all you're doing. Which is like the idea right. of like, bro, like, I spent bread to be here like i didn't spend bread to be at soho house you know exactly no that that part's frustrating because you said it would be 200 bucks just to do that 200 extra? 180 yeah 200 bucks per person yeah. um extra right because again it's literally not related to coachella at all besides like they know what they're doing and like yo everyone's gonna be down here let's just set up this like pop-up soho house so people show up yeah yeah that's a tough one um, Dude, it is tough, bro. Because like, yo, the acts are legit. I'm like, fuck, man. So yeah. like, I would, I love selection. I'm like, bro, any excuse. And I'm right. like, bro, I'll wake up early and be there at twelve. And I'm like, but I was thinking, like, yo, like, you no, know, Saturdays. Like, I was looking at the lap. Saturday, Saturday's not that crazy. With like, yo, like, bangers nonstop. So I'm like, all right, cool. We can go do that. Pop out, go do that, and like, go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna go back and forth. You know, six miles every thirty five minutes. Like, that's gonna fucking make it like more of a job than a fucking you know vacation slash festival. Right. I mean, for me personally, I I preferred uh, the lineup the year we went. So this time around, I, if I was, was going, I wouldn't be opposed to going to Soho one night, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I'll see how it plays out because they only showed the lineup for this coming weekend. So there's a, there's no guarantee it's going to be the same lineup next weekend. So right. we'll see. So I'll keep everybody updated when I decide uh, next week's episode. But yeah, that, that's your like... I'm like, bro, don't fucking, like, don't tempt me, bro. Like, I'm not, I don't have the willpower to say no to this shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. No, that shit would drive me crazy, too. Yeah, especially, like, you're like, if you're, like, a massive Diplo fan and he just dropped that fire album, he's performing at Soho House and not Coachella. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, bro, I just spent fucking $800 for myself at Coachella and now I gotta also buy a ticket to go see you? Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, are oh, you able I, to... No, no go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, are you able to look up the vibe on... um like YouTube to see what it's like? Well, this is the first time they're doing it. So that oh, is the only thing okay. I'm going to keep this weekend is, you know, what's the vibe at this? Like, how does it look? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would wait for that then. Yeah, I'll wait for that too. But yeah, just the, and, and, and the idea of like unlimited food and drinks. But I don't know, like the idea of like leaving, coming back, leaving, like that shit just seems like a no. Because like you remember how it is, but like the entry is so far away from where the actual stages are at Coachella. Like, yo, that's going to be a mission every single time. Exactly. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, just a quick side note. Um, all right, what else you got going on? Um, all right, we'll get into music in a second. So I guess another final big topic, though, that I saw a couple places. I always wanted to get your uh, input on this. So Doja Cat is her her fans and her firing back at everyone who questions her being a rapper because she considers herself a rapper first. So, like, what do you consider her, bro? A rapper first? Yeah, like, well, I think not first, a rapper. Like, she's a rapper. Uh, so I don't consider, in my book, I don't, I, I'd say she is a rapper, but that's, like, one of many things she does. If I had to, like, categorize her in, in one bucket, I would probably say, like, like artist singer. Okay. Um, mainly because when I listen to her music, I haven't, it's like, it's like post Malone-esque. It's not like, yes, you're not necessarily singing every bar. Yes. You kind of like rap here and there, but I don't think I could really box her in as like an MC of sorts, uh, which is what I think of when I hear a rapper, like someone who's, who's spinning bars and, kind of strays away from the melodic thing. Like even Travis Scott, sometimes I'm like, is he like a rapper's rapper or is he just no. like an artist? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so for her though, is it, so what makes you go artist singer first though? Is it because she's like female? Is it because like she has so many pop hits that are more her sing? Like what is it specifically? Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to go to that angle of like, Oh, it's just because she's a female. I think it's more so, um, I feel like her her music's just very clearly pop. Um, and a lot of pop artists kind of do what she does. And and it's still primarily uh, has like a vocal melodic element to it that plenty of mostly singers do. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's hard for me to be, to say with confidence, like she just is a rapper first. Um, maybe that's how she started. I don't know her old catalog yeah. or what she wants to be identified as, but just on the surface, I feel like since she's pop and isn't constantly spitting bars, it's hard for me to say that's what, like, how I would box her in from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I agree with that. So, like, I, I think I even, like, uh, sent you, like, a, a message offline that was like, oh, because she got nominated for, like, Best Rap Album at the BET Awards. I'm like, she a rapper now? Oh, no, sorry, Complex, not, like, put her eight top rap albums a year. I'm like, since one is Doja Cat a rapper, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I don't fucking remember that happening. So, I think it's everything you said, but, yeah, she's more Post Malone for me than fucking, like, I don't know, Kendrick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, like, I don't know, man. Like, I know she raps. Like, Clearly, like their song or she's spitting, but it's also like, like you said, like it's very sing songy the way mm -hmm. she raps, yeah. And like, and I know that she already has like this massive team book behind her, mm -hmm. and I know she's not writing all her song lyrics, right? Because like the nominations showed that there were like fucking a thousand writers, so like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's also like, I, I know for like, I don't, I don't believe that you're actually like writing these, these rap lyrics, yeah. So well, that's like the that thing, also, too comes into play like, hey, you're not a rapper like, this isn't you bro like yeah i'm not judging you to the same standard i'm judging like drake or whoever like mm -hmm. i don't know like like that stuff matters well not not only that and i'm glad you brought that up uh with the writers i think that kind of ties in what i was just thinking now is when it comes to rap i also feel like at least from a good chunk of your songs 
like the content has to pertain to like you and your experiences and things like that. And mm-hmm. at least on the top of my head, like most of the songs I know are very like anonymous and like could have been written by anyone. It's not because right. it they are. pertain to her life. <laughs> <they Yeah>. are. <laughs> and even if she did write them herself, it's like these are pop records to me. They're not. Yeah. They don't give me any idea what Doja's specific life is like at all. Right. So I think it's hard to be like, this is a rapper then, because like anyone can, well, not anyone, but it's a different ball game when you're making like uh, kind of like vague content that anyone can tie themselves to. Whereas like you listen to a Kendrick or even like a Rich the Kid, it doesn't have to be like a lyrical dude. Um, super lyrical dude Like Their bars pertain to like Them Yeah And I feel like that's A differentiating thing For me at least If I'm gonna have to Categorize people in the bucket Same with Even Post Malone Like his shit A lot of times Pertains to him So I think um, He could even consider Himself a rapper as well But it's still mostly pop In my opinion Yeah it's, and again It's like rapper sing-songy Like it's mm-hmm. like I don't know bro There was moments Like when the Backstreet Boys Will like break out Into like rap Like no one's calling fucking Nick Carter a fucking rapper. You know what I mean? Like, that's not happening. So, I don't know, but it's weird how, like, they get so offended. And then you have the other extreme, like, certain rappers, like, well, don't call me a rapper. I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's hard to, like, really nice figure out, like, what do you want to be called? But I don't know, bro. Like, I I never thought of Doja Cat as a rapper. Like, ever. Like, Same. ever, 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 bro. Like, I, but I remember being on this, on this podcast before the whole scandal she had that I thought was supposed to get canceled. And like, yo, she has songs that slap 100%. But I never been like, yo, that's a rap song. That's a fucking pop song. And for like 10, 20 seconds, she busts out some like rap lyrics and goes back to right. singing for the majority of the fucking song. Yeah. And to be clear, I actually, I love Doja Cat's music. Um, but I feel like she and Nicki Minaj literally are... Nicki Minaj to me is like 80% rap, 20% singing mm-hmm. songy stuff. And Doja Cat to me is like the opposite. Yeah. Like I see Do- Nicki as a rapper who's spinning bars about herself or, or whatever. And then Doja Cat is making hit records that everyone can enjoy, but isn't necessarily like trying to tap into like her authentic truth as a person like talking about her being biracial or like random shit like that. yeah dude there's a hundred percent bro like like even to the comment that i made last week about the joiner song it's like yeah at some point you're like what are you talking about like but that's how you feel about any generic pop song right like mm-hmm. when doja cat drops like you're not waiting to be blown away by lyrics it's like all right like the beat's gonna be good enough to be on the radio the visual's gonna be great because she's sexy and that's the end of the conversation. Like, you're not, like, tapped in, like, bro, like, did you hear that bar she wrote? Like, no one has ever said that about any Doja Cat song. Like, it's never been said. Yeah. And I, I felt that way about Nicki Minaj lyrics. So for anyone listening, this isn't, uh, felt that about Nicki Minaj lyrics in the sense of I've been blown away by some of her punchlines. So this isn't like a, you know, women can't be rappers thing, I think. It's just very yeah, clear this that specific just woman just singer. is not a rapper. Like that's yeah. just like yeah, Nikki rap, Cardi or a rap. rapper first, uh, rapper first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that that's the distinction here. Like I yeah, I don't, I've never thought of Doja Cat as a rapper first. Uh, R and B, I don't think she's R and B, bro. Like, I really think she's just like a fucking pop artist. Like that's whatever that genre is, right? Like I just think she's a pop artist. I didn't even like I listened to SZA or 
um, whoever, uh, Summer Walker, like, mm-hmm. like even that is not what Doja's doing. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I feel like Doja's always, if anything, she's more Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Christina Aguilera than she is Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could, if there is like a whole subcategory, you could call her a pop rapper. Um, maybe. Maybe, but I think most people, like if we're going to have, you know, just a few categories, personally, I feel like she belongs more in like a, a singer category than a, or pop than a rap. Yeah, and to defend the podcast, like this is just us like looking, because like, again, it was just news and I wanted to talk about it. But like, I think we've been, especially with the people we've interviewed, we're all for removing genres, period. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all for you're an artist and make whatever fucking music you want. Right. But if you're going to try to put someone in a box, fam, that's not the box to put her in. Like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the guys that we interviewed and just interestingly enough are very difficult to box in. So we always ask them what they consider themselves. And even half the time, they can't box themselves in because right. they don't want to and they just simply can't. But they still gravitate towards what makes sense, I feel like, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. So I'm wondering to see what the comments uh, go crazy below. Um, I think this is going to be the one that we get the most pushback on because um, <laughs> I feel like her fans are getting close, like whatever the, the beehives are for uh, Beyonce. But uh, mm-hmm. again, dude, we're, I think we were talking to, you're listening to two big Doja Cat fans, um, fans of her music for sure. But yeah, if you're going to, Try to defend her as a rapper. I just, I can't do that. And I cannot allow that on this podcast. So, um, what else? Any other topic you want to bring up before we get into uh, the music from last week? Uh, no, let's dive into it. All right, bro. So, I guess here the week, kind of, we'll get into that in a second specifically, but we had some really dope releases last week. We had the Bia featuring J. Cole London track. We had the Uber fucking hyped up um, Jack Harlow first class. We had 504 into album Bible, but to me, the release of the quarter, and we're only a couple weeks in, was uh, Vince Staples' project. I don't even know what the exact name of the project was. Uh, uh, Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Bro, spitting bars in the fucking title. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a rapper. So, dude, so you can start off. Like, what project did you just love? What project disappointed you? Take it. Yeah. Um, so you, you were the first person that told me to check out Vince's new album. And I set a reminder on my phone. And then like the day after, another friend of mine is like, that new Vince Staples though. And I was like, all right, I just need to stop what I'm doing <laughs> and listen to it now. And pretty much every track like blew me away. I'm not, I'm, I can't lie. I don't know a ton of Vince Staples previous catalog, but I definitely... I've always been a fan of him, generally speaking, mm-hmm. um, especially his. And you mentioned off- that two weeks ago when we spoke about him. Mm-hmm. Especially of his off- his off camera persona, like he's hilarious uh, in interviews and everything. He just says the funniest shit ever, um, and he he always seemed kind of antisocial in terms of the industry because he knows it's full of bullshit. And yeah, I think he just considers himself a really authentic person, um, who even though he is a uh, crip doesn't seem like he likes to promote that aspect like oh yeah I'm a crip like what are you gonna do kind of thing he talks about the darker side of it in a very like poetic but mm-hmm. anger type of way and I don't know every I think the production stuck out to me on this like it was very vibey um, it was a like, bop bro yeah it like, was a bop 
very vibey in so many different ways. Um, some like had a more aggressive tone to it. Some had a, just a more fun tone. Some had a more like introspective, like slide, uh, when sparks fly, like all kinds of different tracks that I absolutely loved. Um, so I, I definitely found a lot of replay value from that. Um, yeah, and what's wild when I saw him live, and then also I'm excited now that like I, he's performing Saturday at Coachella. Oh wow! So, oh shit! So like, if I have to choose between Soho House mm-hmm. and Ben Staples, like, yeah, that kind of decides it for itself. But did uh, sorry to cut you off, but did he play this? Uh, no, that's okay. my point. He didn't play any of these fucking songs. Okay. So like, there was no indication that there was even a new album coming out. So that's why I was like, yo, the irony that I'm out here bumping this shit yeah. as loud as I can at the fucking gym. Like, bro, like, very well done. Like, fam, like, this album was great to me. Like, I would give it like an eight and a half or nine out of ten. Like, this shit was mm-hmm. fire. Yes. So, wow, bro. And, yeah, I don't think there's any more, like, Tyler Creator shows coming up. Because imagine, like, if you go to that show and you, like, hear all these songs, then hear Tyler... Bro, you really don't need to go to more concerts for the year. Like, that mm-hmm. is going to be the greatest show you've ever seen in three hours. So, yeah. bro, well done. Like, same similar to, like, I've heard other Ben Staples projects, but, like, not enough that I'm, like, not skipping songs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, this is cool, but, like, whatever. You know what I mean? This one, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I've ran, like, four or five songs back, bro. So, shout out to him, bro. Stories are being told. Um, the one about, um, you know, starting the album off for, like, Free the Homies. Uh, the different little interludes, bro, like the one about the female who's explaining about like the the struggle of being like in the ghetto and like everything set up against you. Yeah. And like she, like the guy asked, well, have you ever shot anyone? And he, mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't have, don't names. have names. I'm yeah. like, bro, this, yeah, is, my mo- oh, this is a movie. <laughs> like, this is a fucking movie. Like When I sent uh, Miguel, my boy, the album, he, he texted me like shortly after and mentioned that same line, the bullets uh, yeah. don't have names or whatever, which is like one of... Nips or it's like Nipsey's mixtape series mm-hmm. too. Like he named all his after that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a movie. It was like a movie though. Those all those interludes were phenomenal, bro. And like, yeah, the story he told from track to track was great, bro. So yeah, dude, shout out to him. I mean, that has to go up there with dude, probably one of the best releases of the year. Like, mm-hmm. like as far as like hip hop, you start oh, start yeah. doing like uh, you know Grammy whatever. Like, fam, like it, it's as of right now. Like, I don't know much like many albums that are better than that thus far. No, I agree. It actually, speaking of the interludes, it, it gave me a good kid, Mad City type feel. Yeah. Where I felt like he was, he really took his time with this. It wasn't just a collection of dope songs. It was, it told a story and he just executed it perfectly, in my opinion. Which is why I'm excited for like, I'm excited for him and to see, but to your point, like, I, I think he does like, like thinking back to our episode that we spoke about it, I think he does like actually hate the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But just knows like, hey, I have to do this to a certain extent to like feed my family and take care of myself. But like, I don't really. So I can, I'm okay being the first act at a Tyler concert because like that's still a bag I'm collecting. But like, I don't have to deal with the rest of this shit. Yeah. Um, but my overall point is that we need to like really hold on to rappers like this because to your point, more and more rappers are just trying to put a collection of songs together and not actually a cohesive album. Right, mm-hmm. I think it's like the interview we had with sounds like Wes, like, bro, like he was saying, like, I, I have no reason to drop an album right now because it's just I just want to drop a song at a time. That's it. Yeah, and I feel like most people are doing that, and if they do drop an album, it's like ten songs that have no cohesion. It's just hey, these are ten songs from the last ten months. Enjoy. And it's like, yeah, they're good, but like 
You're not telling me a story. Yeah. Like, I can put this shit on shuffle. I feel like that's, like, the biggest clue of an album's good. Like, if you could put it on shuffle and, like, and actually dumb. enjoy... It's like, I don't know, like, eh, You know what I mean? Like, that shit should be from song one to song whatever. And, like, no skips. So, I know. So, yeah, yeah. shout out to him for, like, being, like, a... Uh, old head in a certain extent like we're getting like an actual body of work as opposed to like oh here's 13 tracks mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing and I hope he gets the respect he deserves I, I feel like he's kind of like what Tyler maybe was uh, eight years ago or whatever the case is where he had like that core fan base that clearly loved him and would sell out a show but like the general public wasn't like oh yeah I know him in like a couple of his yeah. songs Whereas now everyone knows Tyler, but most people still don't know Vince Staples or anything. Yeah, but Tyler has enough things that lets people from the outside of hip hop like like him, right? Like Mm -hmm. he had plenty of songs where he's just singing, right? Now if you're just singing, you're no longer just a rapper that opens you up to everyone. Now when we see you with Bieber, it's like, all right, you know what I mean? So that's why I think Tyler was able to like get so massive because like he really appeals to so many different audiences. Yeah. Whereas, like, to your point before, like, Vince is a rapper's rapper, bro. Like, more Kendrick than Drake. You know what I mean? Like, he really is, like, yo, if you're a diehard hip-hop fan, like, this is for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. All right, so what other projects slapped for you this weekend? Because I got a project for you that, for me, did nothing. So I wanted to see, (laughs) I want to to be more positive right now. Um, And it could be singles, too. Honestly, like, in terms of projects, there wasn't really anything I listened to or could call out, but I did really like that London uh, Bia track that I was mentioning. Um, It, I don't know, it was just a bop. Bia, I didn't really know too much about her outside of that song she did with Rust. Uh, That's all I knew about her. Yeah. Oh, she also, like, opened up for whatever concert you went to. Oh, yeah, yeah, Don Tolliver. Yeah, um, yeah. Gained some extra respect from her after that as well. Um, but still, did, to me, it was like, she was like, she looked like Cardi B, but kind of sounded like Rihanna and rapped pretty good. But I didn't know anything outside of that. Yeah. And, but J. Cole being a feature intrigued me. And I was like, oh, shit, this. Yeah, because you know he's bumped. not just going to hop on anyone's right. track. Like, he actually mm-hmm. needs to believe that you actually are a good enough like artist, period. Yeah. And maybe he took it on because... The song's called London and he did some like British accents throughout the yeah, song. Yeah, that was, like, that fuck was it. Like I can try something new with this, so why not? But yeah, I thought that was, that song was dope. Obviously dope enough for me to try to write something to it, which yeah. I'll release soon. So that was the only other thing that I, I was really like consistently bumping. Nice. So I will say I reached out to a couple of my London friends and they also like I wanted their co-sign. I'm like, bro, you guys fucking with this? Cause like you know what I mean? They're like, yo, we fucking love it. He oh. gave us a shit. So like, that was that was cool, bro. Because sometimes <laughs> nice. I feel like we're like in our little bubbles and we're like, oh yeah, the whole world must love this. And like the song they're talking about, like, yo, we don't fuck that shit at all. But yeah. I heard from a few people and they actually fuck with this hard. Yeah, it was it was dope, bro. The video, the visuals were dope. Like the way it's shot with those crazy angles mm-hmm. and like, you know, quick changes like that was dope visually. So yeah, yeah. shout out to them. And hopefully it's, um, you know, the cosign she needs to blow up further. Um so do, but what about the Jack Harlow song? What I thought it was tonight? dope. Um, I think I was kind of annoyed that I heard the snippet. Like, I felt like everywhere I went, I was hearing it. So when I did finally get to hear it, it it was kind of like old to me at that point. Because I know the sample and I know that song. 
in the the GL like that shit yeah. was replaying through my head like for a week straight before the shit came out. Um, I thought it was dope overall. Uh, he always has lines in there that impress me. I'm just like, yeah. how did he think of that? Um, I don't know if it's one of the ones that I'll necessarily be replaying from him a ton. Yeah, as much as I do love that Fergie song. Um, sometimes like the sampled tracks, especially if it's sampling a song that like I grew up with or was old enough. Bro, I was still in India when that song came out and it was bumping there. So mm-hmm. fam, that was a worldwide hit. Right. It's not just some like, you know, B-side album shit. Like that right. was a worldwide banger. So yeah, like there's yeah. pressure when you sample that shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it hard for me. Like when Saweetie sampled like Blow the Whistle by Too Short, I'm like, too short didn't release a song that long ago in my head. So I'm like, I'll just listen to too short. Like mm. this isn't some seventies fucking sample. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think for me, sometimes when I, when that happens, when these artists resample relatively new songs, it's still hard for me to get the original out of my head because I was like a teen at that point. So yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Um, so it's definitely not one of my favorites of his, but I still think it's solid. He's going to get a ton of love from from it. Like, what girl doesn't like that fucking song? And his fan base is like 80% women, I feel like. Yeah. Um, dudes still think he's a dope MC, but like, in terms of the comments, it's just all girls like, yo, look, yeah. marry me, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, I think I should, I think I forwarded you a TikTok that he did, like, a part of that snippet, bro. Like, every female in my timeline was posting that shit with like the drool emoji, like, Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I cannot wait. For, I'm like, bro, like it's uh, yeah. whatever, dude. These are all. But yeah, I I agree with all you. That like hearing that out loud, like I I think that's probably how I felt. Like I think the original glamorous was not that far away. That like I don't know, man. When I heard it, I I wish I didn't hear the snippets. Like that's mm-hmm. where I think snippets. And I think Tyler even said in an interview recently, like, snippets are corny as fuck because like you make people then have different expectations either. We expect your shit to be trash and we heard a snippet. So now we're going into it like, yo, this is going to be awful. Mm-hmm. Or we think it's going to be hot and it's not. And we're like, yo, you, like, you fell off. So, yeah, I really think that snippet shit needs, may, may need to stop. Um, but, yeah, it was fine, bro. Like, I would never call Jack Harlow song trash. Um, no. But, yeah, it didn't do anything for me. I'm going to ask you sampled this and it was fun. But, I, like, if this is your, again, which is crazy because it's probably going to do crazy numbers. It's probably going to be charting on Billboard if that even matters, but to be almost like your lead single, it's just like, eh. like for me, it was almost yeah. like a throwaway track. It's like a track you just have in your album. That's fun, but it's not like something I'm actually right. trying to like promote like crazy. Exactly. And I feel like, cause a lot of people I think are trying to pit him ha- as the next Drake. And to me, this one, I feel like skewed more pop. And this song I, is I more just, post Malone than Drake. Yeah. And I just don't know if that's going to put him in the position to be considered one of the rap goats for this second album. Because his first album, I think, was pretty good and was pretty well received, but it wasn't... Nobody was like, this is a classic. Like, oh my God, he's the new king. So, from my perspective... I think that what that album did for him, no matter cut you off, I think what that album did for him was like, we know you can rap. Like, that just let him, like, come to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then this next album is going to be like, all right, well, who are you now that we accepted right. you? Like, what are you going to bring to the table to take yeah. it to a different level? Right. Well, it's like, we know you can rap with the first album. 
then we know he can be a superstar because everyone loves him. He's funny. Girls like him, whatever. So for me, I'm like, this second album better be your good kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. And like, just prove not only can you rap, but you can make at least a few top uh, charting songs that like everybody's fucking with and playing in the club. And the first two songs that he released, this and the Nail Tech, by no means trash songs, by no means bad. I think they're but just know, whatever. They could be considered above average or whatever, but uh yeah, they didn't stick for me personally. No. Right. Yeah, at all, dude. And like to be fair, like we're holding him to his own standard, bro. Cause like what's popping mm-hmm. in an age where we were so ready with ADHD right. from like TikTok. That song was here for fucking a year and a half. Oh, and I was here. That song I didn't get sick of. That's how no. I know that shit was a hit. Because I could listen to that song all day, every fucking day. Right. So again, you're, that's dude. I'm sure Eminem felt this. Uh, Drake feels it every year. Like, bro, you're a victim of your own success, bro. But yeah, like, but Nail Tech and yeah, this one, like, they're not bad. But it's like, it's what gets me worried is like if you're thinking these are lead singles. Oh yeah, that that that's what concerns me too. Like, bro, like, you think this is it, fam? <laughs> yeah, <No. laughs> right. Unless it's some smart tactic where he's doing the throwaways, quote unquote, right now, and then he's got like four bangers with Drake and like Kendrick or something. Oh yeah, there's gonna up. be a Drake feature. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna be called wherever they were hanging out. Yeah. That's gonna be the title of the song, like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, Turks yeah. and Caicos or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, bro. That's a, that, yeah, because people have tried to use that tactic, but that shit never works. Like, mm-hmm. let me give you the whatever records now. They come with the haymaker. It's like, yo, you're really thinking we're gonna you're gonna keep my attention, fam? Mm-hmm. Like, no, like yeah. right, with especially for whiff, sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think Fifty Cent trying to justify that when he dropped uh, the album that was competing with Kanye. And he's like, well, I was just, you know, giving you a couple of songs and I came out with the Justin Timberlake song. It's like, yo, bro, but we already said Kanye won a month before. So, like, bro, we were, we were done. Right. So, but yeah, no, again, but Jack Carl's in a very, you know, lucrative position right now. Like, he's not losing yeah. people's attention. But I, I think he's going to realize these songs did not do what he intended them to do. Right. And, and like you said, to be clear, like, he's winning. I think he'll continue winning, to win. Bro. I think what we're referring to more so is like that respect that Joyner and all these other guys are hoping to win. Like if they want to be in that top five conversation, then personally, I don't think these songs are going to cut it to to be in that conversation, regardless of how many millions or whatever he makes. Yeah, totally agree, dude. Totally agree. All right. So before we get out of here, we're going to get to heat of the week in a second. Uh, Dude, flop project for me. And I hate using this word, bro, because I love five year. The fan. Fabio Foreign's album, Bible, bro, I literally could not get through it. Like, could not get through it, bro. Oh, man. Like, I tried my hardest, and I'm seeing comments, and people are saying that he did right for New York. Bro, I didn't hear it, bro. And what annoys me about this project is, that, again, and I'm all for artists growing, and, like, you know, the, the Nas we had in 2005 is not the Nas we have in 2022, and I'm all for that, bro. Uh-huh. But it really feels like Fabio was in this... Doing his thing, drill rap, yo, putting that shit on the map for New York and, and America. And then whatever Kanye did to him in that fucking closet in Atlanta for the Donda thing, like, yo, like this just feels like a, a poor man's version to remake a more hip hop version of Donda. Like, this is like, it's like too much. It's mm-hmm. like, fam, like, we get it. Like, you have, 
you know, you guys, you, you formed a bond, but like, yo, the whole album just sounds like some shit that like, yo, you don't really rap over beats like this. And I don't know, man, like it just seemed like, I'm not going to say all over the place because it was cohesive. Like it was just that vibe throughout. But I'm like, fam, like, why are you putting out projects like this? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to tell people to not grow, but it just didn't make sense to me. It's like, oh, because you hung, you hung out with Kanye for two months. Now you're this, like, are you Julia Fox? Like, are you the rap? <laughs> Ju- like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know. For me, yeah. like, it just, like, I don't know. But it feels like he changed his whole personality, his whole flow, his whole vibe. I'm like, why, bro? Because you you got a Kanye co-sign? Like, what the fuck does that mean right now? Yeah. And I can't speak to it because I haven't listened to it, but I could see what you're saying just based on some interviews i think kanye likened him to like jay-z and then he's hanging out with one of the goats and i don't know if that just influenced him to be like oh i have to like purposely be this like take myself to a a new level and just do something completely different out of the box and like this is destiny like kind of just letting it get to his head it, that's what it feels like, bro. It's like, yo, you, you, I feel like you, like, this is a project you drop. Like, this is Kanye dropping 808 and Heartbreaks because he's already proven to be, like, the guy and he can put out whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you have one EP you put out and then you think you can just drop this and go completely left, like, immediately? Like, that just seems like, yo, I feel like that's something you earn with time. Like, to kind of like that Jack Harlow point, like, you didn't earn our attention for you to put this kind of album out that you think we're just going to keep listening to. Like, dude, I'm telling you, bro, like, I listened to everything just for this fucking pod so I could have a comment. Bro, I was seven songs in, and I'm like, yeah, I cannot do this shit anymore. Like, this is just, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate, because he he was one of the guys that I originally was like, oh, this is just another drill rapper. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I was like, oh, shit, like, he's my favorite drill rapper. Yeah, dude, he had the, the spicy feature with Nas. Mm-hmm. The, dude, that song with Kanye on Donda, like, he had the best verse. So, like, yeah. I was like, dope, but, like, fam, like, do that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, like, I don't know. They, okay, listen to it over the weekend. If you have some time, check it out again. Teach their own, but for me, because I'm like, yo, I'm like a five-year-old head. I was like, man, this, like, I don't understand why you felt the need to go completely left on this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I, I'm curious to check it out now, though. Yeah, just check it out, bro. I wonder, yeah, again, it's, it's, I think it's like 15 songs. Um, so maybe that's why I'm getting annoyed, too. Like, yo, why is it still going? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but just so the people know what songs you want to add to the uh, Here of the Week playlist for this week. I'm assuming yours is going to be London. Um, Probably, actually, Slide by Vince Staples. Oh, nice. So we're going to have two Vince Staples on the, yeah. on the Here of the Week playlist. All right, fire. Love that song. Slide is fire. I was going to go with Magic, bro, because, like, I really... But then, like, when I got to the end of the, the album and I heard Lemonade, I was Lemonade, like, this, yeah, this no, is Lemonade it. is the one, too. This is it, bro. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is going to be my caption all summer, bro. Like, this is like, <laughs> yo, that shit is a banger. Like, yeah. bro, a banger. Like, yeah, like, if that's one song to, like, tell you how good this album is, like, that one is mm-hmm. really good. Yep, 100%. Agree. Awesome, dude. Awesome. All right, cool. Great episode, my dude. Great seeing you catching up. Uh, let people know where they can uh, find us, hear us. Let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Check us out at audio-theory.com. We have the merch, all podcast platforms, the Spotify and Apple Music playlist on there. So please check us out. New episode every week, unless we say otherwise. Uh, but tune in, share, like, comment, 
do what you can to uh, help us, you know, upgrade our equipment and just the whole vibe of, of the content. And don't forget to check out Fear. Remember the codes audio dash theory. Yeah. Uh, we'll put that in the description box as well if you're if you're watching on YouTube. 100%. Bye, my G. Love you, man. Have a great rest of your week. Love you too. Peace. Peace.